Restaurant Unstoppable, episode 392. If it's not me responding to the page, how should they? I respond to it? Should I say that it's somebody else, or should I just play like it's the owner? And I think that you should always play and be honest with whoever it is. So if it's one of your managers or somebody running your page or helping you with that, they should say that like they're a team member of yours and they should know how to respond and they should be transparent about who is responding and what they can do. Are you ready for it factors, success stories, failures, and bombs of restaurant industry knowledge? Then join Eric Cacciatore and today's incredible guest as they share what it takes to become unstoppable there is no time to waste in the restaurant business especially when an opportunity comes up and you need extra capital cabbage created a simple flexible way to get a line of credit of up to one hundred fifty thousand dollars. apply online and get a decision right away withdraw funds when you need them without reapplying cabbage has helped over one hundred thousand small businesses Get started at cabbage.com slash unstoppable and you'll get a $100 gift card when you qualify. That's cabbage with a K line of credit is subject to credit approval. See terms and conditions. Who loves doing paperwork? No one. Sorcery is an efficient online AP automated solution for the food service industry and restaurants, large and small, are using Sorcery to provide a scalable solution to help them create efficiencies and ultimately grow their business while impacting their bottom line. To learn more, head to GetSorcery.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-U-R-C-E-R-Y.com. And be sure to mention Restaurant Unstoppable to get your first month free. With excitement, allow me to introduce to you back on the show for, I believe, the fifth time, Bruce Irving. Bruce, my man, are you feeling unstoppable today? As always, Eric, I am feeling very unstoppable. <laughs> yes, I love Thanks it. Thanks for having me on for a fifth time. Oh, man, it's my pleasure. Something I want to start doing more uh, is really living to serve my listeners. And I'm getting to the point where I'm getting a lot of emails with listeners asking questions. And I want to leverage my network of experts, of authorities to answer your questions. And today is an example of that. Bruce is obviously uh, an expert an authority in the world of social media marketing and just marketing in general. Uh, but today he's joining us to answer a guest's questions. We're going to go over those questions. Uh, this format is something I want to start doing more with different authorities from all over the place. But today we're focusing on social media. And before we dive into the questions, Bruce, let's get that motivational, inspirational ball rolling with a success quote or mantra. What do you got? I got the one <laughs> hanging up right behind me. It says, Stay humble, be kind, and work hard. Kind of my mantra and what I try to teach my kids. I love it. And that's a great mantra. And it kind of do that that song is popping into my head right now by Kendrick Lamar. I think it is. I don't know. You know the song I'm talking about? All the young all the young kids are listening to it these days. I probably will hear if you start singing it, maybe I will get it. He just says like stay humble, be kind or sit down. I don't know. I think he. I think he might have stole that from you. So you should probably uh, get after him. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's start tackling these uh, questions. So the first question from our listener is: Do your fans know it's quote unquote you that inter 
that interacts with them or uh, interacts with them on your business page. And I'm assuming she's talking about your Facebook page. Uh, so do your fans know that it should they know that it's you that's interacting with them on their, your Facebook business page? If it's you, then yes. If it's not you, then no. Right. Um, so on my business page, they, uh, you know, I'm the only one that interacts with people. So it's not that I have to say that it's me every single time because it's probably assumed that it is me unless mm-hmm. it's not me. Right. And in that case, if it isn't you, don't play like it's the owner. So I, I'm a pro, she's probably a restaurant owner and she's saying, Hey, if it's not me responding to the page, how should they, I respond to it? Should I say that it's somebody else or should I just play like it's the owner? And I think that you should always play and be honest with whoever it is. So if it's yeah. one of your managers or somebody running your page or helping you with that, they should say that like they're a team member of yours and they should know how to respond and they should be transparent about yeah. who is responding and what they can do. That's the word I was waiting for. The word I was going to use to summarize what you just share with us, whatever you decide to do, just be transparent about it. Just be real about it. Uh, just treat every situation like the person was standing right in front of you, right? Like if you're away on business, uh, the person like you're going to have somebody in your place running the restaurant, right? And your guests on your dining room floor are going to see it's not you. Uh, just be transparent about it. Uh, you can't be yeah. everywhere all the time. Um, I love you can't that. like you, the, your cost, your, uh, patrons to your restaurant, whether that be a sit down place or a takeout one. No, you're not making every single dish. You don't have to say, Hey, I didn't make that pizza or I didn't make that entree. They just assume that you have a chef and you have a, a training uh, material in place to train them properly. So your standards are met. But anybody can kind of step in and do it for you. Awesome. Uh, the next question, do you feel obligated to like and comment on followers, Instagram's posts, or do you prefer to keep the interaction one-sided? I think you're obligated to at least like them, right? It's so easy nowadays to hit the heart, heart button or to respond with an emoji of a thumbs up or a smiley face. And I... I always feel like if a customer takes, cause it's hard, you know, when you're doing social media for a restaurant or any kind of local business, it's hard to get engagement in the beginning. So when you do get engagement, you should, you know, I- interact with that engagement because that's exactly what you're doing for. It's called social media. It's to be social, right? Mm-hmm. Your job is to get people to engage with you and interact with you on there. And by you not doing that, you are setting the precedent of people moving forward to not want to interact with you because it is a one-way conversation. Mm -hmm. So make it a two-way conversation. And if they do like or comment, uh, say thank you, give them a thumbs up, or just, you know, if you're, if you're just starting out with Facebook and you have a smaller audience, you got time. So that one person that comments, comment back, start a conversation. So that way other people can see that when they go to your page and they'll want to jump in on that conversation in the future. So the short answer, yes. Uh, you <laughs> yes, should feel, obli- feel you should feel obligated. And again, I'll bring it back to the. I, know, I, I don't. I don't want to say obligated. I feel um, thankful, right? Yeah. Appreciative that someone took the time out of their day to comment on that post that I did. You know, they it, it, it resonated with them, dude. You and they took two point. seconds out of their day to comment. So I feel I should be appreciative of that and show some kind of response. Yeah, in don't, appreciation. Don't say I have to respond. Say I get to. You know, it's a little right. like perspective changes go a long way. And uh, again, I think a good example is thinking about it in person. If somebody were to walk up to you in your restaurant and say, man, that was one of the best meals I've had in a long time. Would you just turn around and walk away and not acknowledge it? No, you would say thank you. 
and that's all you all you need to do is acknowledge it just say thank you uh thumbs yeah. up like you said don't stare awkwardly at their forehead <laughs> yeah awesome all right the next question do you allow reviews on your business page why or why not and if yes do you respond to them publicly or privately so let's just start at the top do you allow reviews on your business page why or why not yes we do why because google uh, or Yahoo or Bing or whatever search engine you use likes to see reviews, especially for local businesses and restaurants. It helps your SEO. So yes, because it helps your SEO. Yes. What else is for it? sure? What are the other reasons why? You it also, should? it also gives you credibility, right? If you are buying something on Amazon or anywhere, uh, back in the old day, you would call your mom or your friends and you'd be like, Hey, I'm looking for a X, Y, Z. Do you know of any good ones? Right. And nowadays you go online and you look up a business or you search out for, you know, the best restaurant near me and you look at those reviews, good or bad. And the customers are going to look at those reviews and they're going to see um, how you engage with those reviews. So if you have a lot of good reviews, you don't have to do much. You can just say thank you. But if there's a place that I'm searching for and they have some bad reviews, but the owners go in there and respond to them and say, hey, sorry about that. You know, it was an off night for us or how can we make that up to you? You know, I'm going to, I'm going to take those negative reviews with a grain of salt rather, or, or the other way around, if they didn't respond, uh, maybe I, it would look worse on it, that restaurant to me, if they didn't respond to those, Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. And you know, honestly, we're going to screw things up eventually. No one's perfect. We're somebody's going to F something up at some point. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. We do our best yeah. not to make mistakes, but we're all human. We make mistakes. And when you give people an opportunity to write the review or to comment or to share their thoughts, it gives you the opportunity to write the end of the story and do right by that person publicly, which can be really powerful. Would you yeah, just I agree go or- the whole conversation that you have on the review with the customer in public? Maybe you start the conversation like, hey, so sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, if you want to uh, message us or call us or give us your phone number or your email address so we can follow up and solve that problem. That's kind of all you need to do publicly. Everything else can be done in private, but just show that first initial mm-hmm. response in public. Awesome. Um, what else? Uh, and plus, I don't know if, if you want to agree or disagree with the statement, uh, but I recently interviewed somebody and he said that I think uh, like one third of new customers come from the reviews. Uh, Two thirds being from, and, and these are rough percentages but like the majority of new customers come from word of mouth and then beyond that it's reviews what's happening online with reviews uh would you say that's true i think there's two ways you can get new customers right word of mouth is one Mm -hmm. but to me word of mouth nowadays in 2017 is social media you're gonna go on instagram you're gonna go on snapchat you're gonna talk to your friends through uh, whatsapp or private messages and talk to them about what's going on and Sometimes if you see an ad on social media, you may go, hey, have you, you may tag a friend and be like, have you ever been there? And that happens many times to accounts that we run. Uh, we'll be running advertising on Facebook for a uh, certain special or a certain entree or certain anything, right? And then in the comments, someone will tag a friend and be like, hey, have you ever been here? And that friend's like, yeah, I go there all the time. It's great. And to me, that's word of mouth, right? You see an ad, you see something, and you're going to ask somebody. But that ask nowadays is through social media. So mm-hmm. to me, those go together. Okay. I, I'll buy that. Um, so to kind of summarize this question, do you allow reviews on your business page? Yes, it increases your SEO and your credibility. And if you respond to these people, are you doing it publicly? Yes, but you don't have the whole conversation publicly. You acknowledge the situation publicly and you bring it over to private message or call us or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you can. If it's if, if you can solve a problem publicly in a couple uh, 
back and forth messages, then do it. I'm not saying you have to take it privately, but sometimes there's a bigger issue. And sometimes a phone call is much better than a, a 10 way conversation back and forth with messages. Mm-hmm. It's more personal too. It's, I think right. it's more impactful. Uh, all right. So let's move on to the next question. Do you allow people to post on your business page? Why or why not? I'm not sure. Uh, okay. So this is not reviews. This is actually posting on the news, uh, on, on your, uh, newsfeed or whatever the main page, right? What's yeah. I don't think you need to do that. I don't okay. think you need to let people post on your main page. Okay. Uh, they can always leave a comment on a post or leave a review. Uh, but we generally don't have visitor posts on, on those business pages. So what's your reason for that? Why, why shouldn't we do that? Um, you know, when you allow anybody to leave anything on your page, there becomes a problem where if someone posts something to your page and it's negative, do you leave it on there or do you delete it? And then there's always that question of transparency, right? So if, if someone leaves a visitor post on your page, and it's super negative. Is that really the place for them to do that? Whereas they can go leave a review or they can email you or private message you directly. Um, and I just think that it's a channel that you don't need to worry about, right? You don't need to worry about people going to your business page and posting there. They can do it in a comment, they can private message you, or they could do it in other places. So um, I just don't think it's super necessary and I don't think it's super valuable for your business. But I mean, it's all how the owner wants to run their page. You know, maybe they want to yeah. have people go there and post it, but give you other avenues if you want to get interaction. Can you think of an example when a, uh, an owner would want that to happen? The only thing that I can think of is if you want to have like, uh, you know, run a contest or run a game, like take a picture and leave a post. But then sometimes I feel like it'll get too con. Your page will get too convoluted and mm-hmm. it'll be too uh, messy rather than just nice and clean and organized with what you want to get your approach out with. Okay, cool. Uh, the next question, actually, we should probably summarize this real quick. Do you allow people to post to your business page? No. Why not? Too many channels of communication. It's not their place. You lose control of your brand imaging, I guess is one way to say it. Uh, you don't have right. control over that brand. Uh, anybody has control of your brand at that point. So I get it. Uh, all right. The next question. Do you claim every page that's pandered to you? Uh, examples she use is uh, Menuism, Zomato, and things of that nature. Yeah, no, I'm not sure if she's saying, do you claim every page as if someone's trying to sell you something on these pages and you try to run advertising or promote your product on there? Uh, There are tools like Yext where you can go in there and kind of claim all of your business pages. And that helps in Google. The more consistent that you are with your business listing and your listing is like your name, your phone number, your address, your menu, your hours of operation, all of the same, all of the things that kind of go along with running your daily business. The more consistent that is along all of the channels, the better you'll rank and the better you'll look uh, in Google. So, or whatever search engine people are using. So yes, you kind of want to go in there and claim all of your business. I'm not saying you have to use them, but at least just make sure that your information is as accurate as possible along all of those things, because you never know who is using that, right? Maybe you're not into using menuism, but there's 20 people out there who are in your area and they use it religiously. And if you're not on there or your business isn't on there, they won't find you. Okay. So if there are like five or four or however many you want to recommend platforms that in your opinion are the most important to be on, which ones would they be? Yeah. Obviously if you're a restaurant, it's it's going to be uh, Google, uh, Yelp, TripAdvisor, Bing, all of the major ones that you think of when you come to search at the top. You know, when you search local XYZ business near me, all of those ones that come first are going to be the ones you want to make sure that your business listing is accurate. Facebook, all the social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google, Yahoo, uh, 
Yelp, TripAdvisor, all of those things. As long as you do it on those platforms, you should be good to start. But like, again, there is a tool like, yes, and we have one on our website. If you go to smartpeacemarketing.com forward slash listing, uh, it's a free tool we have on there. And you can put your name, your phone number, your business address, and it'll tell you how you look on all of those platforms. Okay. Um, I'm typing that out. Smartpizzamarketing.com slash listings, was it? Yeah. Yep. And then if you just go on there and plug in all your information that it says, it'll tell you exactly how you look on each. I think there's like 70 different uh, tools that are up there that you can use. It'll tell you how your business looks on all of them. It'll give you like a bar of how accurate percentage-wise your listing is. Cool. I'll have that in the show notes. And I believe this is going to be episode 90, 91, 92. 392. So head over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash 392 to find that that link uh, to do the smart mar- the smartmarketing.com smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash forward slash listing. Got it. And then you also mentioned Yek. So I want to cover real quick what that is one more time. That's you know that's the tool that's embedded on our page. So Yext is basically you go in and type in your name in there and it can you know auto check all of your listings across okay. all okay. of those 70 different gotcha, platforms gotcha. that you know beyond the ones that I mentioned earlier. Awesome. And it'll just kind of cross-reference your business and see how it looks. Because sometimes you'll have a new business and uh, one site will have the old phone number or the old business name. And you really want to make sure that everything is accurate and consistent. And that'll actually help your SEO moving forward, especially if you're a local business. Yeah. And to kind of just uh, chime in uh, before moving on to the next question, uh, there's a lot happening I think I've heard people make the statement that in five years, like you're you're not going to need a website anymore because of how aggressive all these search engines and all these pl- these platforms that we're discussing right now are going to be about collecting all that data or all, all that information that you would have on your website. Yeah. Uh, when you do a Google search for like Joe's Pizza, like your address, the your hours, your menu is all going to be right there in that little sidebar uh, that we all see when we're looking for a place. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that you shouldn't have a website because you should still be telling your story. You should be still be, you know, sharing your brand. And I, I think you should always have a website, but do you know where I'm going with this? Like it's getting more. Yeah, I think you should definitely have a website too, because yeah. all of your information that you put out should be on your website and you, all your traffic that you direct should be to your website because you own that domain. Right now, if you go back in time and you sit and you put all your eggs in the MySpace basket, you'd be screwed. Mm-hmm. Um, so Facebook is dominant right now. And it doesn't look like they're going anywhere, but I don't think you should put your whole, like, I don't think you should build your business digital footprint off of Facebook just because it's the dominant player right now. I think you should have your own website, control your own space and use all of those other different platforms as a funnel to go back to your website. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's a cool way to think about it. Uh, We're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsor. We'll be right back. To be unstoppable, most restaurant owners require extra capital from time to time. When you need funding to renovate, buy equipment, or manage cash flow, you don't have time to track down financial statements or wait weeks for a decision. That's where Cabbage can help. Cabbage gives small businesses access to a line of credit of up to $150,000. Apply online and you'll get a decision right away. Since Cabbage is a line of credit, you can take the exact amount you need. You never have to reapply to take out additional loans and you only pay for the funds you use. Cabbage has helped more than 100,000 businesses from every industry with over $3 billion in funding. Cabbage is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and was named a Forbes Top 100 company twice in a row. 
Check out cabbagewithak.com slash unstoppable and you'll get a $100 gift card when you qualify. That's K-A-B-B-A-G-E dot com slash unstoppable. Lineup credit is subject to credit approval. See terms and conditions. Nobody likes doing paperwork. If you have a growing group of restaurants and find yourself wishing you could snap your fingers and have all of your invoices and AP instantly disappear from your plate, then you need to call Sorcery. Sorcery is used to make owning and operating a restaurant a breeze. Instead of dreading invoices, you'll be delighted to be synced with every vendor. With your new relationships, you can work on negotiating the best price to improve your margins. And Sorcery's biggest superpower is that they watch the prices you pay across the kitchen, from dry goods to proteins to produce. And when citrus skyrockets, you'll know to update your recipes before you end up kicking yourself at the end of the quarter. To learn more, head over to www.getsorcery.com or find the banner in the show notes. If you mention Restaurant Unstoppable at checkout, you'll get your first month free. Yep. We're back. And the next question I have for you is, do you respond personally to reviews on sites such as Google, Yelp, etc.? Yes. I feel like that's... Uh, that's which question is that similar to? I think it's similar to the one about the reviews on Facebook. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's the one. All right. Uh, Google and Yelp. Uh, there's, you know, Google, Yelp, TripAdvisor and Facebook are probably the main review sites that people leave reviews on. And I think that you should respond to them publicly. Um, the reason that you want to respond to them publicly is you want to, you want people to go leave you reviews, right? Really? You know, it, you want to make sure that you, um, are out there so people know that you're going to respond to those reviews. And maybe if you leave your phone number, you know, there's been places where I said people, people have left their email address as a response or their name or their phone number. And, you know, if someone sees that, maybe they'll reach out to you rather than leaving a bad review somewhere. So I think you should personally, as the owner, as the owner, because it's your business ultimately go in there and personally respond to all of those reviews because you're not getting 20 reviews a day. Yeah. If and- you are, you're doing a good job. If you're getting 20 reviews a day, and if they're bad, you're probably not going to get 20 reviews for too long. Okay. So you should treat these reviews just like the same reviews on Facebook, essentially uh, address them uh, publicly and then handle them privately. Yeah. You should always be asking. I think you should always be asking for reviews. You should always be asking for feedback from your customers. And then when they do respond with uh, feedback, if it's negative, fix it. If it's positive, Ask them for a review somewhere where you're light on reviews. Yeah, and I had Matt Heyman on the show, who uh, is the founder or co-founder of Review Miner, and that product is essentially a way to automate asking for reviews and uh, segmenting reviews, uh, and like basically co- coaxing, or is that the word coaxing? Coaxing, coaxing. What's the word I'm trying to say, Bruce? Help me out. I think you're right. Coaxing, coaxing yeah. yeah, coaxing yeah. the reviews out of people. Uh, so do check out that episode. I'll link to that in the show notes as well. And uh, the next question I have for you is, do you reply or respond to ratings on your business page? Why or why not? Same thing. Same exact yeah. thing as before. Yeah. Yes, you should reply to them on your business page. Anybody who leaves a review either had a really good experience, an okay experience, or a bad experience. And if they have a good experience, it's your job to say thank you. If they had an okay experience, you should be in there asking how you can make it a great experience. And if it's a negative experience, you should be using that as a learning opportunity and to do two things, to fix the problem that they had and then make sure that it never happens again. 
Okay. And I'm not even sure if I understand this next question. Do you respond to questions or comments that are posted on your business page? Uh, I feel like the answer to, to all these is yes. Yeah. I feel like this person is having a, a dilemma where they don't know if they should be using Facebook as an opportunity to just promote their business or to build it as a community to engage with their customers. And I always pick the latter rather. Is that how you say it? The latter? The yeah. First, the second one? We'll get yeah, through I always together. We'll help each other out. Facebook to me is a place where you build engagement and community, right? You can build trust. You can build engagement with your customers because that's how they're communicating nowadays. It's really how people go on. It's not just Facebook. It's Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's Snapchat. It's email. Uh, even if you're doing email marketing, you should always be ending it with a question Yeah, because those people who respond to you are the, your best customers because they're interacting and engaging with you. And that's really how you learn what's working in your business. Yes. Sales is one thing, but you know, you can have really good sales and be having a problem on the side that you don't know about and losing a couple customers a week. And if you ask questions on social, it's a great opportunity for you to be able to fix whatever's wrong and then keep moving forward. Awesome. I love it. So uh, those are all the questions, but I, I kind of want to dive a little deeper because I feel like a lot of people that might be listening to this right now could be thinking to themselves, man, like, this is really overwhelming. Like we're busy. Uh, people are commenting all the time. I'm stressed out as it is. Do I really have the bandwidth to be engaging with all these people on all these different platforms at the same time? So what advice do you have to kind of, I guess, lessen the blow or to ease and ease the burden on these people who feel overwhelmed with all this responsibility. Like what's some, some things we can do to, I guess, make our lives easier with being engaging on all these platforms. I think you should take a step back. And if you're really having a struggle with how many people are messaging you or applying to your post, you should take a step back and be thankful that any of them are doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. If, if time is an issue for you and you don't feel like you have enough time to respond like you're in a great place. There's a lot of people out there who would give their right arm to be in your spot. Mm -hmm. And you should not complain about that. And you should say, you know what, if it takes me an extra hour a day to run my business and respond to people who are responding to my business page, which is really hard to get them to do, Mm -hmm. you should just do it and not worry about how much time it's taking. You should just be thankful that there's people out there who care about what you do. That's my response. What about delegation? I, it's just like, you know, going to a table. The difference between going to a table and responding to someone on social is that when you go to a table, it's a one-on-one interaction, right? It's your, your, you as the manager or person being trained or was trained is talking to the customer one-on-one and that conversation, unless that customer goes home and has a horrible experience and goes, leaves reviews everywhere. it kind of sticks into that atmosphere of one-on-one. Whereas on social, it's out for the world to see. Someone goes, leaves a review uh, and you respond poorly it's out there for everybody to see until you delete it mm-hmm. and if and when you ever delete that. So you want to make sure that when people respond on social, that they're really, really trained up of what you want them to say. And, you know, maybe if they're not sure about what to say, interact, like, you know, talk to you about how you want them to respond before they actually post it uh, because it is out there for the world to see. So it's the same thing as, you know, if a customer calls on the phone or asks to see a manager in the dining room and has a bad experience, you, you should respond the same way. You just got to be a little bit more careful when it's on social media because it is out there forever. Is there training out there on how to train your staff on how to respond to social platforms? I think you, you know, to me, it's exactly if someone says to me on, on Facebook, you know, I went in there and I had a bad experience. Like what's the difference between someone asking for the manager because their mail was cold. There's no difference. You mm-hmm. respond the same way. You can do a few things. You can give them their money back. You can give them a comp on their next order. Or you can just say sorry. Like there's not too much that you can do. It's just being 
responsive. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, if someone asks to see the manager and they're sitting in the dining room, you don't ignore them. Just like if someone leaves a review in your Facebook page and it's bad, you shouldn't just leave it. You should respond in some way. Mm-hmm. So what about uh, some dashboards? Uh, are, are using certain dashboards to put all these different platforms in one place uh, is something people have done. Are there any new platforms uh, that excite you that you think are better than others that you can share with us? No, as these social platform, uh, social platforms, you know, Facebook, Instagram move forward, they get pretty good about doing their own thing and building their own software inside of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's tools like Hootsuite or Buffer that everybody you know, says the same thing about, and you can kind of put all of them in there, but they're all pretty good. They all have really good mobile apps now that you can just have on your phone and you can manage your Facebook page. If you're a single business, you could really manage your Facebook page, scheduling posts, uh, creating posts, commenting, uh, responding to reviews, all from the mobile app on your phone. Mm-hmm. And that is, they actually have a, an, an app. Now, what's the app called? It's like a, it's a pick the emblem like a, of a flag or something. Uh, you know what I'm talking about for Facebook? The business manager page? Yeah. Yeah, you can run advertising from that and everything. Do you do you suggest that app? Is that an app that you like? I've heard some people say they don't like it, the face, Facebook page app. I Well, we use it because we run a lot of pages. So if you have a single page, you may just use the regular Facebook app. Um, but if you're running advertising and you want to check on that advertising, you could you definitely check on it through that uh, business manager's page. But, you know, if you have one location, the Facebook page is perfectly fine for you. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. So we covered all the, the listener questions. We've added some additional content. Is there anything that you can add to this conversation under this realm uh, of just how to respond to these different platforms or where to respond or where your attention should be. Any additional nuggets of knowledge you want to drop on us before we say goodbye? I mean, it seems like this person's having a hard time of really, you know, like time, you know, one of the things was time, how much time should she spend on doing it? And, you know, if she should do it at all or he should do it at all. I'm not sure if this is a he or she, but I think that you should use social media as a way to engage your customers. And then every fifth or sixth post could be something about selling what you sell. Uh, but for the most part, you should be using it as a way to engage and uh, build engagement, be, be fun, be funny, entertaining, and that'll build engagement on your posts, which will give you the at-bat in the future to sell them something. Beautiful. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us, for answering our guest questions. And I have a really good feeling this is not the last time we'll be hearing from you. Uh, you're awesome. always welcome back on the platform. A good friend of mine. And uh, th- I guess that's all. So thanks so much uh, for sticking around. I guess actually before I say goodbye, let the folks at home know, how can we connect with you? Yeah, just go to smartpizzamarketing.com is where you can find all of our social networks, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, all of that good stuff. That's our home base. And uh, if you want to check us out, what we're doing, listen to the podcast, you can go find it there. Beautiful. Again, this is episode 392. I'll have a link to the resources that were mentioned, uh, how to connect over with Bruce and a summary of today's discussion all right there. Restaurantunstoppable.com slash 392. Bruce, thanks again for taking the time to join us like you always do. Uh, there is no questioning, my friend. You are unstoppable. Thanks, Eric. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Cheers. We'll cut it there, man. That was great. Uh, I think we did it shorter this time too. Boom. There's another episode wrapped up here at Restaurant Unstoppable. Thank you, Bruce, for coming on the show. And guys, uh, if you have questions, if you are confused about something, anything, anything that is challenging you in your day-to-day of running your restaurant business or uh, climbing the ladder or getting to wherever you want to be in life, write me your questions. Tell me what you're struggling with. 
I don't have all the answers, but I know people who do. I mean, my network is my greatest asset. Uh, so you might not be able to instantly reach out to some of the greatest minds and consultants in this industry, but I can and I will for you. So write me your emails. We'll get the experts on the show to answer your questions. And this is, I think, one of the best ways I can serve you, my audience. So uh, maybe like once a month, we'll have uh, the, we'll do the Q&A. This is my second Q&A. We had uh, Roger, or not Roger, sorry, Rudy Mick on the show about a month ago answering questions. And now we have our boy, Bruce. And I got tons more people, guys. My, my network is deep. So whatever you're struggling with, whatever questions, whatever topics you want to discuss, Write them to me, Eric at Restaurant Unstoppable. You can connect me on Facebook slash Restaurant Unstoppable uh, or Instagram and Twitter, Eric Catchatory. Pretty easy, guys. So I'm here to serve you. Take advantage of it. Uh, keep those five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher Radio coming. I love those reviews. They keep me going uh, and they help validate my hard work. Uh, we do accept uh, support. So if you guys want to support this podcast, head over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash support. Every little bit helps. Uh, but the ultimate, uh, the best compliment, guys, the way you can support the show the best is by simply sharing it with a friend. Anybody you know aspiring to be great in this industry, put this podcast on their radar. All right, guys, that's it for today. Thanks for sticking around this long. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.